Tony, you know what happens when you assume, right? Uh, no, I don't. What happens, Jeff? Stay tuned to find out. This is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley from Paladin Financial. Basically, the more accounts you have, the more opportunities there are for mistakes. So taking control of your assets may help you to avoid some of those common mistakes that investors make. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Paladin Financial Talk with Jeff Foley. Welcome to Paladin Financial Talk. This is Jeff Foley with Paladin Financial. Thank you for joining us here this week, a lovely November morning, and we've got a great show lined up for you today. Uh, our co-host, as always, Mr. Tony Shore. How are you doing, Tony? I'm cold. You're cold, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's cold even for November in Minnesota. It's cold. Yes, the mercury hath dropped. Yeah, it's cold all across the country, though. It is. Yeah. It is. We were, uh, we were just in Kansas over the weekend and uh, came, came back up on uh, Saturday. I, myself, I did, and we had it's much warmer there. It was it hit seventy two degrees uh, on oh, Saturday. Wow! Yeah. Wow! They got that warm, huh? Yeah, and uh, it was you know good trip. But um, our our son Jax, he actually he broke his leg while we were You're, on the trip. No, no, on the trip he broke his leg. Yeah, right. Well, an hour before we were going to leave, he was outside playing football with his cousin and and uh, aunt and uncle and went for a ball and fell on the ground and his cousin landed on top of him oh and broke his uh, tibia clean through so it was a good road trip back who's yeah. uh, a cousin on which side your side or Nikki's side uh, Nikki's side Nikki's yeah. side yeah so you're gonna sue them right <laughs> no <laughs> you're just gonna destroy them no. financially no <laughs> Well, poor. I'm kidding. Of course, you would never do that. Poor Jax. Yeah. I mean, that's terrible. Yeah. How old is Jax again? He's he'll be five here in a few five. days. So he's so at five years old to break a leg. That's tough. Yeah. Yeah. And that's got to be hard on mom and dad. Yeah. He's uh. It's it's an adjustment. We're figuring out uh. You know how to help him to get walking again because he's afraid to put any weight on it and he's on a in a, a boot at least. So he started oh, wow. off with a full cast and sure they dropped it back to a boot. So. Yeah, but but other than that, life is good. Oh wow, <laughs> wow! Well, knock on wood, I myself nor any of my family, immediate family, have ever had a broken limb. Oh yeah. So yeah, I've had a, a like a slight fracture, but that's about it. That's the most. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, for a five year old, well, that's tough. I'm sorry <laughs> to hear that. He'll bounce back if he's anything like his dad. He's tough. Oh yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> or should I have said his mom? I should have said his mom. She's the that's tough right. one. All right. So what are we hmm. going to talk about on the show today? Yeah. Well, we talked about in our uh, cold open there. You know what happens when you assume, right? So we're we're this we're going to keep it PG. We all know the answer to this, but we're going to talk about some dangers of making assumptions when it comes to your finances and specifically retirement planning. Uh, some things to think about, be aware of, and uh, we'll, we'll have, we've got a great show for you today. All right. Well, it sounds like it. Um, yeah, there are a lot of misconceptions and assumptions out there. I think this will be a good episode. So where do you want to start? 
Well, as we typically do, we oftentimes reference an article. So folks, if you want to read more about what we're talking about, you have a couple of references that you can look up and read in more details than what we're able to cover in our, our podcast. But the first article we're going to talk about is a Motley Fool article from October, Three Money Myths That Could Ruin Your Retirement. And I like to consider these more misconceptions rather than myths, because there is some fact based in some of these that we'll talk about. Yeah, it sounds interesting. I think I might need to hear more, though, before I truly get what you're putting down. Give us an example of what we're talking about here, Jeff. Uh, first one is you'll spend less in retirement. And yeah, that's a common one that can be true, could not be true. But JP Morgan, they did a study that showed nearly 80% of retirees experience a significant change in their spending. Notice I didn't say decrease. I said a significant change in their spending. Ah, okay. So we'll talk about that. But more than 33% of those people found themselves spending uh, more in retirement. And that often came in early on in retirement. So I like to call it front loading your retirement. So when we retire, oftentimes people have what we call the go-go years, followed by the slow-go years, followed by the no-go years. So you can imagine the challenge that would come from suddenly spending more than expected and making your assumptions around that with retirement. So Yeah. And, uh, you know, for myself, it's like you've asked me this before on the show, Jeff, but you've asked me, Tony, when do you spend the most money during the week? And I'm like, uh, Saturday, Friday <laughs> night, Saturday, yep. sometimes Sunday, but mainly Saturday. And in retirement, every day is a I was Saturday. I just going to say, every day is a Saturday. Yeah, I knew you were. I, I stole that one from you. I didn't want you to get that one because I was listening before. See, that's a Jeff line, and I, I got to it first. But um, but obviously, it, a misconception is to assume you know exactly how your retirement spending will go. You won't necessarily spend a lot more or a lot less uh, because you don't know how it will go. Uh, but you should try to look at that and, and plan for it, right? Absolutely. It's everyday life happens. Things that you don't plan for come up. Uh, sudden new hobbies that you have an interest in or a trip that you want to go on. Medical expenses, helping out a family member, wh whatever it might be. You have to have flexibility in your budget and that can create some challenges if you don't. I have flexibility. I mean, you've seen my yoga moves. Yes. Very Amazing. strong. Amazing. Um, and I certainly want to avoid danger. That's kind of my life motto. So what's another thing that we need to be wary of? This one is more on the uh, pre-retirement years and saving for retirement. A lot of people assume that hey, I'm going to wait to save for retirement until I make more money. And that is couldn't be farther from the truth. You have to start now, pay yourself first, uh, start building up that nest egg over time. That can take years and years. And the value of compounding interest, as we've talked about in in previous shows is very significant. If you put off saving for retirement for a number of years, because the years fly by, as we all know, you're going to need to save a lot more in later years. So start now, even if it's a small amount, it will add up over time. Uh, dollars turn into to more and more and more. So the time value of money is, is significant. It is. Uh, yeah, that's so true. That's, and, a, that's a great quote, by the way. You can pull that out for the, the show one? highlights is, uh, what did they say? Dollars turn into more dollars. That's oh. very profound, Tony. I, I like thought that. you were gonna. I thought you were gonna say dollars turn into more donuts. <laughs> dollars to donuts. I know what you're talking about. Uh, and you've also talked about how important saving, even just a little bit, uh, can really add up. Especially, like you say, if the sooner you start, 
uh, the more it adds up, obviously. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, we did a, a show a little while back where we talked about the the value of ten thousand dollars put aside today and what that would be over retirement. It's a lot of money. Um, yeah. So the the next misconception or assumption that we'll talk about in the article is the the assumption uh, assuming that Social Security benefits are going to be your primary source of retirement income. If that could be the case, but for a lot of people, that's not. In 2019, the average Social Security check was just over $1,400. I just met with some, someone today. They're receiving Social Security. It's about $1,500. Yeah. It's not going to cover all of your expenses for most people, uh, depending on what your expenses are. Could be significant or insignificant, but we don't want to assume that's going to cover everything. Well, no. Social Security isn't going to be able to cover all of our costs in retirement, that's for sure. Yep, absolutely. Um, there's uh, the Social Security Administration announced uh, some good news here recently. They did a they do a study every year, the trust fund, and when's it going to run out? And, and they updated it for years. It's been 2034 was when it would quote unquote run out of money. They've popped that back a, a year to 2035. Ooh. Yeah. So an extra year of social security <laughs> benefits coming our way. <laughs> so that's a, that's a game changer, but no, it was good news. Well, and they seem to always make adjustments to keep it solvent in one way or the other. It's just, you might get lower benefits, but they're going to be there probably. Uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean social security is fixed right no that's correct and it's not going to be broke at 2035 as well as not that's the general consensus of when people talk about that but what the current projections show that there's going to be enough income by 2035 to fund 80% of scheduled monthly benefits so it's not going to completely run out by that right. point but uh, that's when you run into more significant issues. So it's not going to cover your, all of your monthly expenses by itself, but it's also unlikely to completely vanish from the calculation unless you're much younger and who knows what might happen. But for most people that are pre-retirement or in retirement, I, I would say social security is going to be there, might make some changes over the time, over time, but, um, I wouldn't throw it out the window completely. Right. But it all needs to be part of a cohesive plan. And Jeff, I know that's where you come in. Uh, so let's take a minute here before we move on uh, with some more uh, dangers and assumptions out there that people have and let our listeners know how they can set up that complimentary consultation, as you call it, stuff and things. Let's talk about that for a minute. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Give us a call, folks. We'll, we'll offer you a complimentary second opinion on your plan, your situation. Sit down with you, review what you have in place today and identify opportunities for you to get on the right track, or if you're on the right track, get on an even better track and make sure that you're making the most out of what you have today. You're planning ahead for the future so that you can have the retirement that you want. And that all starts with having a plan and we offer that through our process. So give us a call at 877-219-3199 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com. And as always, we offer a number of um, workshops that we hold in the Twin Cities area. Those are listed on our website as well. You have to register for one of those, but those do typically fill up. Uh, so come in for one of our complimentary seminars and learn more about what we can do to help you in planning for your retirement. So Jeff, today we're talking about the dangers of these misconceptions or assumptions, uh, which we all know we should avoid. But when it comes to finances, a lot of people do have assumptions uh, there are myths out there that they assume are true, 
And you're discussing each of uh, these main points. There was a Motley Fool article you mentioned, three money myths that can ruin your retirement. Social Security, monthly expenses, delaying savings, uh, you mentioned, can all have a large impact on our financial future. Uh, what's what's next on the list? Yeah, the next thing we'll talk about is every every time the Fed is about to get together, the Fed being the Federal Reserve to look at interest rates and uh, monetary policy and what they want to do. Well, recently the, the Fed got together and they lowered rates again. And this often makes a lot of headlines, does have a big impact on our economy, but you want to look at your personal economy and what that means to you and your long-term retirement plan. Uh, but in late October, the, the Federal Reserve announced they're going to reduce interest rates by a quarter point again. That's the third time in 2019 that they've done that. So we want to be aware and talk about that impact on your personal economy or on your retirement plan. Yeah. And these rate cuts uh, or increases, uh, either or, but mainly cuts lately, they get a lot of attention. But what do they really do? How can this impact us? Yeah. So first thing that comes to mind is cheaper loans. So lower rates means cheaper loans. And that can mean your credit cards, your student loans, monthly car payments, whatever type of debt you might House have. House car, especially exactly. it helps with. It, yes. Right? So that could be a good thing from that perspective. But on the flip side, in a slowing economy, lenders are also less likely to approve new loans. So if you're looking to get a new loan, the rate might be lower, but you might be less likely to receive that loan um, and not be able to take advantage of those lower rates. So in addition, interest rates on savings accounts will decrease as well, which we've seen that this year. Uh, this can lead to earning less in different savings vehicles. Right. And you mentioned credit cards in there, which surprised me because I just assume they're always high. Uh, a federal rate cut, what does that mean for my monthly payments? Now, most credit cards have a variable rate. And if you look at it, it will be whatever variable rate they're using plus half a percent or plus a quarter percent, et cetera. Those variable rates are often tied to different uh, interest rates the Fed has a direct or indirect influence oh, sure. on. Sure. So that means your rate will change when the Federal Reserve cuts rates in many situations. Uh, at the beginning of this year, 2019, there was over a trillion dollars worth of credit card debt in the U.S. Yikes. And with interest rates in the teens and the 20s, a quarter point will be a good thing, but it's not going to make a significant difference. So I'm not the only one. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. So uh, what about savings accounts? Yeah. Uh, we often recommend for people, that, depending on their situation, high yield savings accounts. And high yield savings accounts at the beginning of the year, we're paying about 2.1%. They're about 1.8% right now is the, the, the average. You can do better or worse than that. So that does have a direct impact on savings accounts that are uh, tied back to the Federal Reserve's rates. Um, one of the things, uh, bankrate.com, they do a lot of studies and tracking online savings accounts, high yield savings account. Nearly 70% of savers earn less than 2% interest on oh, their yeah. savings accounts. So that's yeah. reflective of the times that we're in. Yep. Um, I know people listening, you've been around for a while, you can remember CD rates and savings rates in the double digits. It's a different time. Yeah. I remember in the 80s that my mom and dad had a CD or hey, your grandparents are giving you a CD. And it was double digit. It was like 10, yeah, something like that. And uh, now CD rates, uh, I mean, that's just, you can't even keep up with inflation right now with the lowered interest rate typically. Yep. Yeah. yeah, inflation last year, 2018, was 2.4%. So 
you're you're yeah. going broke safely if you're earning <laughs> yeah. anything less yeah, than that. Yeah, I, I saw a bank sign just yesterday driving that said it was less than 1% CD rates. Yeah. And they had a poster of it. Like, why would <laughs> you even- out. <laughs> <laughs> Stop now. <laughs> yeah. Invest in CDs. You'll make less than 1%. Well, okay. Uh, at that point, people might choose to just keep it under the mattress, which is also not a good idea, as you've mentioned in the past because of inflation. But how about mortgages? Let's talk about that. They're obviously positively- influenced by the rate cut, right? Yeah, they're not directly linked with federal rates, but over time they're influenced by the Fed, the economy, inflation, things like that. And they've de been declining over the past year. So it might mean it could make sense for you to look at refinancing to take advantage of those lower rates. But you want to do the math and look at your, your cost to do that and what that trade-off is worth. Uh, if you have an adjustable rate mortgage, you could see your mortgage rate go down as well. But again, not going to make a significant difference in the big scheme of things. Um, and the rate cut will also continue to make home equity lines of credit or HELOCs uh, more affordable for those that plan on purchasing them. So generally, we don't want to recommend you getting new debt. But if you have something that you're, you're going to be doing regardless, a remodel, an upgrade or whatever it might be, might be the, the time to look at doing that. Yeah. And what about other, you mentioned loans. What about other types of loans? Um, auto loans are another good example of that is those are Im impacted indirectly. Uh, so those have gone to, gone down over the last couple of years. Uh, a quarter point difference on a $25,000 auto loan only equates to about $3 a month, uh, up or down uh, difference in the payment. So quarter of a percent on 25,000, not significant. Uh, if you have a student loan with a private company, it might have a variable rate. It's another example. So you might pay less on that, but again, not going to make a huge difference. Um, and that will vary from loan to loan. And the Federal Reserve rate changes a lot of, uh, or attracts a lot of media attention as well, as we yeah, talked about in the beginning. Yeah. And it may or may not be consequential to you. The biggest impact is more on the high level, the economy and the stock market, uh, lower interest rates generally help to fuel the economy. Yeah. And that's why the Fed does them. Uh, typically, I would assume. So uh, this has been interesting. Uh, what else do you want to talk about? Are there other dangers or assumptions that people are making about their finances out there you want to touch on? Yeah. One of the common questions that we get in looking at if you're listening and you have debt and you're wondering should I pay this debt or that debt? And what about my home? And at what point do I focus on paying off the debt versus investing and so forth? Well, those are things that we can help you to think through kind of the real world questions that come up along the way. Uh, that's what we do on a daily basis is we help people to make the most out of their money, plan for their retirement, whether that's years down the road or tomorrow. And if you're in retirement, again, making the most out of what you have. So Come on in for a complimentary second opinion, and we'll help you to answer these questions and more. Our phone number is 877-219-3199, or visit us online at financialpaladin.com, where you can also register for one of our upcoming seminars in the Twin Cities area. Oh, that sounds great. That's a great offer for our listeners out there, and a great episode. There are a lot of financial assumptions that people make, Jeff. I think that's a really important topic uh, for our listeners. Is there anything else, any other assumptions you wanted to talk about before we go today? Yeah, next one we'll talk about switching gears, a different article, uh, businessinsider.com. And it's a November article, lovely long title, Working in Retirement <laughs> Doesn't Always Work, says an unemployed retiree who planned on it. That's a mouthful. But wow. um, 
Yeah, that's a, that's a common thing. 80% of the retirees, according to AARP, plan on working in retirement. And we see that uh, statistic with our clients as well. Right. So what are some of the reasons uh, that made working in retirement difficult that would make that difficult? Yeah, one of the main ones the article talks about is the many workers, for, they used an example, a salesperson. He had 42 years of experience, a veteran of the screen printing industry. They said that finding a new job as an older worker was the biggest challenge. So if you're making 60000 or 100000 now, you retire from that full-time job and go out and try to get part-time work, you might find that more difficult to do. And the screen printer in the article said that their family exhausted their savings, their IRAs, their pension while searching for new jobs. And the job the salesman found, he ended up losing due to health complications. So we don't know what is going to come our way down the road. Again, making the most out of what we have today is what we want to help you to do. Yeah. And I imagine that's a common experience for older workers. It is. Yeah. It's again, difficult. I use the example, you're making 60 or a hundred thousand a year full time and you decide you want to work part time. Fifteen twenty thousand dollars is in most situations, the most you could expect unless you're doing consulting for your former company or that industry where you're, you're in a high demand situation. But if you're going to work at Home Depot or something like that, or Walmart or whatever it might be, a retail position, you're going to look at making significant less, significantly less. And to get that new job, you have to go through the interview process. And yeah. one of the things the article talked about is age can impact callback rates. In other words, if you put in your yep. application, what percentage of the time are you going to get a call back? Well, older female candidates for administrative positions were called back at a 47% lower rate than their younger competitors. And that difference was even lower for sales-related positions at 36%. Yeah, that's not surprising. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. But it makes sense. It's hard to get a gig if you don't even have a chance at it. Exactly. Exactly yeah. right. Another factor that can impact working during retirement could be layoffs or forced retirement. So you might be planning on retiring at age 66, but your company thinks otherwise and sends you out the door at 64. Well, that's a two-year difference and you weren't planning on that, so you don't have anything lined up. So we want to make some assumptions, but we can't rely entirely on those. Right, exactly. Well, and we've talked about a lot of assumptions today and some misconceptions. Uh, so what do you recommend to our listeners uh, who may have further questions about these topics? Yeah, if we've talked about anything today that resonates with you, you have questions about, you have concerns about, uh, come on in. We can help you to look at your situation and identify opportunities within your investments, your savings. We talked about high yield savings accounts. Do those make sense for you? Do, how does that work? How do you minimize taxes? Where is your income going to come from in retirement? These are all things that we help our clients out with. So encourage you to, to give us a call, come in for that complimentary second opinion. And our phone number again is 877-219-3199 or visit us online at financialpaladin.com and we'd be glad to help you out. All right. Thanks, Jeff. And listeners, thanks for tuning in. That does it for today's episode of Paladin Financial Talk with our host, Jeff Foley. Thank you for listening to Paladin Financial Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Jeff Foley at Paladin Financial. Call 877-219-3199 or visit their website at financialpaladin.com.
Advisory services offered through Paladin Wealth LLC, a Minnesota registered investment advisor. Paladin Wealth LLC offers advisory services under the DBA Paladin Financial and Paladin Wealth. Insurance products and services offered through Paladin Insurance LLC. Paladin Wealth LLC and Paladin Insurance LLC are affiliated companies. Jeff Foley and Paladin Financial are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.